Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Space. The final frontier. These are the adventures of the exploratory space vessel My Puppy. Its ongoing mission? To explore strange new worlds, to engage with freaky life forms, and to boldly try to bring back most of the crew alive. You are all hightailing it out of the ship lounge on the Mud Puppy because there is a giant energy-consuming worm in the hallway where the, the, the computer has just turned on, the computer prime has just turned on a powerful force field at each end of the hallway to try to contain the energy-eating creature. And so as you, as you two run out, um, Clint McClintock, the drunk security officer who is in love, infatuated with Captain Amanda, uh, sees you running out and has heard the, the security call, and he comes running out after you. As he gets out the door of the lounge, he trips and falls down, bangs his little uh, raccoonicorn face on the, on the floor, bleeding a little bit. He gets up and heads off after you. What do you find and or do when you reach the hallway with said worm in it? Captain? Clint, are you okay? Um, yeah, yeah, Captain. Just a little bit bloodied. Uh, I just I, here, I just take some of my crochetedness and oh. just you can dab it off. Or um, um, th- thank you. Um, yeah, need. thanks. Uh, what are you gonna do about that? Um, the giant worm thing. Yeah, I just I felt kind of bad how we left things. I didn't really realize. Uh, yeah, Captain. <laughs> Captain, there's a there's a giant worm. <laughs> The, as, as, uh, yeah, um, well, I just, I, I just think you're kind of, I can't keep my mind off you, Captain, and, uh, and uh, I apologize. Like, I was out of Romantically? Line. I yes. just, or are you worried about, hey, like your job review? Well, I don't. Well, well, two things, Captain. One, I am romantically infatuated with you. And two, I think that you are way underqualified for this job. And that has me worried. Um, so both of those things have you on my mind all the time. Um, like the fact that, that worm just devoured the, the electrical force field on the far end of the hallway. And uh, we haven't turned the one on this end of the hallway off yet. Um, and so the worm is headed towards the main engine core. Um, at the moment. So, you know, things like that concern me, but also also your beautiful robot body and your pretty eyes. Yeah. I should have, like, ag- agreed to the drink, I think. So, while this conversation is going on, <laughs> what are Becky and Claire doing? 
Becky is looking at the worm that is now the size of basically the entire hallway. It's like, shit. Uh, I don't think that force field worked very well. Um, but, you, you know, worm, I'm... You hear the worm burp. <laughs> I am really just a uh, preschool teacher here, and I'm uh-huh. not sure I'm qualified to make decisions about what to do with giant energy sucking beasts on this ship you know granted i was top of my class until that backstabbing uh friend of mine amanda um uh you know we had we had the incident that mm-hmm. we'll talk about at some point yeah and there's that the whole she, command structure and everything you i mean but yeah. you know i'm i'm just the preschool teacher so i'm just sitting back i'm letting the grown-ups take care of this claire what are you up to? Well, Claire knows it's an energy-sucking beast, and shooting at it or trying to use any of the electronics in the ship is not going to work, and she was hoping Amanda would come to this realization, but she, she needs more training, and her and Clint, uh, anyway, Claire popped into the ship's museum and there's a replicator in there and replicated some spears. She threw some to some security people, ran down the other hallway, threw some more to the other. Amanda. Yeah. We shoot it out the airlock. That's probably a good idea. Get it out of here because it's in here. Yeah. I think let's take it out the airlock. Uh, that's my order. And all of a sudden, Becky screams, wait! Yeah? What? Oh, yeah, what, goes, what, what? What's going on? Becky goes up and she puts her hand on the worm and she says, sparkles? And it's all starting to come back to her, but before she can do anything, the airlock opens. Uh, oh wait okay we we've got a little technical thing going on here because if the airlock opens and you're standing right next to the um Becky moves don't worry <laughs> well I, I all personnel move on to the other side of the door and shut the all right so now did the airlock open or did did the the door into the airlock the- open the door to the airlock oh, opens. Okay, because I'm just trying. I'm trying to prevent Be- Becky from getting sucked into space. I appreciate that. <laughs> Becky is a little drunk and doesn't think about. <laughs> and, and if so, Beth could just could just let a few things slide, it so might be a the, little bit the easier. The door opens. How do you get the SUV-sized <laughs> worm into the airlock? I think that's where Clint comes in. Uh, well, um, well Clint, yeah, I, I wish you would have accepted that date, but. <laughs> um, I mean, we could do dinner. Um, well, I like to tomorrow eat tomorrow night. I, I like to. Um, I, I got this peculiarity. I like to wash everything before I eat it. So, um, I might be reaching over onto your plate and washing things. Um, I like to sit by a fountain if we can't be next to a, a stream or something. Um, I think they've got one in the commons. We can oh, yeah, have yeah. dinner there and. Yeah. I don't mind clean things. Mm, that'd be that'd oh. be great. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, be that'd be a nice. that'd be a thing. Um, it could be. Yeah. It's just I might be a little bit weird about it. I still don't know whether I wear clothes or not. No one's yeah. 
Well, you do have those buttons up on your by your collarbone that you can push to uh, <laughs> to just kind of skin your body with whatever you want it to look like. Um, I forgot about those. Yeah, I'm afraid um, to touch anything on this body. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm, uh, I went to take a shower after I first woke up in this, and the whips came out of my shoulders. And uh, whew, uh, I've been speaking of whips in your shoulders. Uh, it might be a good idea. Maybe you could use those to. Uh, to get that that worm into that airlock oh i don't claire doesn't look like it would be a good i think like she thinks it would well, be a good you don't idea. have to turn the electricity on uh you don't have to use the electric shock of the whips you can just use the oh are they leather we, mm. yeah we we really need to get that worm into that that airlock so we can shoot it out yeah. into space so it doesn't destroy your ship okay i just let me figure out what button i have to push Captain, in about 30 seconds, the worm will be too large to exit through the airlock. Prime, how do I work the little shoulder things? Uh, you think shoulder things, and then they'll appear. Oh, well, that's easy. All right. And you think shoulder whips, and whips pull, uh, a whip pops out of each shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> and so, so there you are. Um, you first before you push the button I, I assume you rip off your top because if the whips are gonna stick out of your shoulders you can't it just pop it pushes through oh, it's it okay it's a it's a thin fabric okay so the whips yeah. are out of it your shoulders and so what's what's that look like um well it's kind of like i've got this blouse on with the crochet mm -hmm. and then the whips come out yeah. And they're kind of flailing because yeah. I'm just thinking like, get out. And so the whips are just like waving, like if you could see my arms waving. Yeah. They might and, wave and I'm like guessing whip. you probably haven't practiced using your body. No, um, I don't so. use. Yeah. So your, your whips are. It's a bit of a mess. Around and, and then they're pretty much limp because you're not. They are. Doing anything with them. Yeah. All, right, all right, Captain, we got to. Yeah. Claire, give me one of them, them spears. Claire hands Clint a spear. And so Claire, Claire and Clint both go at this thing, poking it, poking the worm with these spears. And, uh, and eventually they get it in there. Just in time, Becky reaches over, uh, heroing a little bit, um, and pushes the close button on the door and closes the, the worm into the airlock chamber. Um, does anybody push the button to shoot it into space? I think not not Becky. She feels a little no. too guilty. I think it's Claire. Amanda's Claire's waiting for another. Becky or Amanda to to woman Somebody. up and push the button to save so, the ship. Somebody but. push the damn button. Ca captain, you're the you're the captain. Uh you either need to do it or you need to give somebody an order. Oh. Hmm. Uh captain, could, do you do you want this yeah. do you want the airlock open? Me. No, I shut the airlock. No, shut it. Open it. We want to open it. Captain. Open the airlock. Command. Uh, okay, Picard says make it so, but um, you can practice <laughs> on that. And Clint reaches over and pushes the button. The uh, the energy sucking space worm is evacuated from the airlock, mm -hmm. although as it's being blasted out into space. 
it reaches out with its stretchy worm body and attaches itself to the back quarter of the starboard side of the ship, um, which you guys don't notice right away. Um, so you're pretty sure, sh- I mean, you can't see what's going on outside the ship. And, uh, and so you, you, uh, you do what after the airlock shoots the worm out of the ship? celebratory high fives all right so so there's high fives everybody's patting each other on the back um and then clint tries to go in for a kiss with amanda and it's kind of it was like sort of like high five to hug to kiss thing and amanda kind of like elbows him in the jaw and then runs away (laughs) Was this an accidental elbow, or was this? A I think it was. Elbow? I think it was an accident. I think it was just. Uh, yeah, it was just limbs. Limbs were going places. Just limbs flopping around. I'm sure yes. your 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 whips got caught up in there somehow. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna give up on this. Clint says to uh, to Becky and and uh, and Claire. I, I'm, I'm just going to give up on her. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to my quarters. Wait. Um, and, and he, he just kind of walks off sulking. Don't give up. Becky shouts after him. And he just kind of shakes his head and, and kind of wiggles his little raccoon tail. Cause he has a raccoon tail <laughs> as he walks off. And uh, so what are, what are Claire and uh, Becky up to now? And do you, do you know where, where Amanda <laughs> ran off to or what do you just let her go or what happens? Well, yeah. I'm assuming she went to, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming Amanda went to her quarters to either crochet or knit to calm her nerves a little bit. Becky doesn't want to do this. But because she is such a good friend, like she always is, she makes her way to the captain's quarters. She knocks on the door. I'm sorry. And she walks in. She says, are you okay? Becky, I think I fucked up. You often do. (laughs) I do. Do you remember when we went to the job fair? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I applied to be the assistant to the captain of the ESV Mud Puppy. Mm-hmm. I think I accidentally clicked captain on the application. You know, I just, I still can't wrap my head around it. Do you think you were the only candidate? I don't know, but I- Was it a clerical to- error? I was trying to convince myself that they saw potential in me, but after I left you for dead, I kind of doubted my judgment. Here's what I know. You're a pretty shitty captain, (laughs) but you've got heart. I hate to admit it because of all the mean things you've done to me over the years, but deep down inside, you're, you're a person with integrity. Really? And, you know, I actually, I think so. And I think 
if you really give yourself a chance, you'll find that you can captain the ship. I was, I've been wanting to talk to you, Becky. Yeah. And you've been working, which has been weird. I'm pretty busy. I'm a pretty good teacher, actually. Who would have thought? I know. But I thought maybe, like, unofficially, you could help me be the captain. I just, you have a bit better judgment than I do. It's weird, isn't it? I don't know. I might need to ask Claire if this is a good idea, but... Captain... Oh, hey, Prime. The sensors have picked up an anomaly on the starboard side of the ship. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> a scanners, the scans are unclear, but it appears the, the space worm has attached itself to the, the starboard nacelle and has begun draining power from the, from the transwarp engines. And that's a bad thing, correct? Only, it's only a bad thing if you want the people on your ship to stay alive. Oh. Well, I think that it should be taken care of. Yes, Captain. How would you like us to do that? Uh, Yeah. What? We need to find another power source to attach it to. Something that's more appealing than the ship. We need... Like like that planet over there that's full of energy. Prime. Yes, I just I just had an idea. What if we found another power source? Call Claire. The science person should do this. (laughs) <laughs> Claire is on the bridge trying to find a alternative to this solution. We have not been able to find a powerful body enough in in the in the vicinity. Mm. Or Claire has also sent to. out a distress sing- signal to see if anybody can. I think I'll go to the bridge. We we could send out some spacewalkers to try to. No. Attack it with, uh, no. with conventional non-energy weapons. I'm, I'm not going to risk another crew member. With, we could try to communicate with it to see if there's some bargaining to be made. Or we could lose power and all perish. Do you have, like, percentages of, like, like well, likelihood of living? Perish, 100% which is, of us will d- die. What, yeah. If... Dr. Claire's uh, transmission is intercepted by somebody. Maybe they can rescue us. Is there like anybody on the ship that doesn't have an important job and is also bad at that unimportant job? <laughs> like... <laughs> Based on 
based on the most res recent staff evaluations, the person who most fits the the information you're asking for is Miss Becky, the preschool teacher. She has been improving at her work, but the last official uh, <gasps> the last official job performance review. Um, does not rank her very highly as far as qualified for the job. So of anybody on the show who is dispensable, Miss Becky would be the number one. Prime, you're wrong. Our child care providers are not dispensable. And I will not let Miss Becky be sacrificed. Is that because she's in the room, Captain? <laughs> <laughs> Prime. Watch your phone with me. <laughs> yes, Captain. Um, I think we I need have a spacesuit that would fit Miss Becky. No, it's not happening. Becky's Amanda, not out there. Amanda, I'll do You're it. Not... I'll do it. I'll be a hero. But Becky, I can't let you. I'll be a hero. This is different. This is me choosing to do it. Bleep bleep. What was the bleep? Is that the door? Uh, enter. <laughs> uh, uh, Captain, I heard there's an emergency going on. I'd like to volunteer. Hey, hey, Clint. Yes, Captain, <laughs> I'd like to volunteer. Um, I just... <sighs> um, okay, really Miss Becky, we if you'd like to dinner. join me, we need to be in, in, uh, in, in, in uh, what do you call them things? Uh, the, uh, the, uh, um, the, um, you know, the shooting out into space thing, the door, we got to go to the door place, door? the door. <laughs> we got to get our space, oh, we got to put the space suits on and, uh, and get those spears that, uh, that Claire made and we got to get out, out there and take care of it, uh, uh, quickly. I'm ready. I'll do it, Clint. And so Clint and Becky go running out toward the, to the uh, starboard, uh, starboard, starboard um, um, uh, hatch, and they put on their spacesuits, and they've got their spears. These are kind of, they're not like caveman spears. They're kind of medieval kind of speary looking things that uh, Claire replicated. And uh, they've got, you've got, you guys have magnet boots on that kind of clink, clink onto the outside of the ship, and the you go into the, 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 the airlock and you close the door behind you and, and Becky pushes the button and you just kind of float out there into space, uh, grab a hold of the end of the door as you uh, go out and then kind of attach your boots to the side of the ship and start walking towards this, this uh, creature. So realistic looking. Uh, uh, Miss Becky, um, you're, you're very brave to be out here with me. I got nothing to live for anymore. So uh, I'm going to do whatever I can to, uh, to save this ship. Um, you, uh, you hang back. And if, if anything, anything uh, becomes too dangerous, you get yourself back in there. Clint, you're very brave. And if you survive this, I don't think you should give up on the captain. Well, she, uh, she's, uh, she's spur spurned any of my, she's an my idiot. Well, she's an idiot. I mean, I've known her. I've known her since we were small, and she doesn't know what she thinks. You have a chance. Don't worry, bud. Well, let's take care of this worm. And so the worm is probably about the size of if you put an 
elephant on a small no you put an elephant on a mid-sized party boat um that's you know like a pontoon like a 20 25 person pontoon boat with a good-sized elephant on it that's about how big this uh this this worm is and and you start approaching it and you you start poking it with your spears and 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 clint goes at it with his his raccoonicorn horn and and there is there is a little bit of i mean you catch it off guard so it is a little bit surprised um it's it's not it's not going well for you but you are making a little bit of progress it's got this big big energy sucking mouth and um and it it's just it's just a tough battle becky what are you feeling what are you thinking how's this uh how's this impacting you well becky really would like to get it off the ship because that's necessary for all of our survival but she just keeps remembering this she keeps remembering this creature named Sparkles, and she doesn't want to kill it. It's like she's got this affinity with worms. So you're just stabbing it halfway? <laughs> just halfway stabbing it. And, uh, and it's, I mean, you're both exhausted. You've been at this for about 20 minutes, and it's grown uh, by about a third in this battle because it's just sucking energy right from the, uh, the ship's main drive core. And, uh, and Clint... Clint says, uh, a "Prime, I don't know how long we're going to be able to defend this thing off. Has there been any response from from Claire's uh, distress call?" <laughs> Who were you talking to? I don't know. Uh, Claire. He was Claire. talking to Claire. <laughs> there hasn't been no response yet, but no. I. The, there was an a planet with a greater energy source than our ship that Becky, I heard, was telling me Amanda about. So we are slowly inching our way there as not to drain our life support system too much uh, from this creature. I don't know how long we can hold, off, hold it off out here, but we're going to do our best. And... Uh, a moment or two later, Becky, you notice off in the distance just hundreds, thousands of of little ship running lights coming in your direction. And as as they grow closer, you think they're you think they're small because they're far away, but they're really small because they're small because the mouse king and his fleet are coming to your rescue. And you hear King Mickey say, hey, everybody, it's me, King Mickey. <laughs> Thanks for the ships, and we're here to rescue you. We received your call. What can we Be do? Becky really fucking hates mice, but you know what? In this moment, she is thrilled to see King Mickey. <laughs> and and so Claire, Claire sends their computers the information they have about this uh, this being, and it turns out that they can use uh, a, a negative energy blast 
uh, kind of a dark energy blast to uh, to attack it. And so these thousands of little little mouse mouse uh, ships are f swinging around this giant worm-like beast on the side of the ship. There's little mouse uh, uh, fighters with like one mouse piling in it, and there's these whole big mouse battle cruisers that have all kinds of blasters going off at the same time. And and some of them are 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 running into you know kamikazing right into the uh, the the worm guy and and Becky and, and Clint they're flying around you and and under your arms and around your legs and you're just kind of getting disoriented from this big battle going on and there's just blasts going off every time they strike this worm and he's a pretty big target to start with um, he shrinks just a little bit with every blast and so there's hundreds and thousands of blasts going on and he he gets smaller and smaller and until he's down to about the size of when he he first entered your classroom Aww. Becky and He's, he's just sitting there and he's looking all cute. Uh, Mickey Aww. says, oh, I think you guys have got it from here, huh? Yeah, I'll take Mr. Wormy. Off. And so he's just sitting there. Um, what do you do? Well, Becky takes Mr. Wormy. She scoops him up in her hands. And she crushes that bastard because, I mean, oh! come on. Come on. Come on. We've been through a lot here. <laughs> And Clint says, "Well, I'm uh, I'm glad you I'm glad you had the uh, cojones to do that. Otherwise, I was going to take it from me and step on the bastard. Uh, let's get back inside." And let's so you go. guys, you guys make your way to the airlock, and uh, you get yourself in there. The outer door closes, and you get decompressed and and uh, bio scanned and everything. And and the 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 there's a powerful vacuum that sucks all the all the space debris off of you so all the all the little worm guts that you have on your hands are, are sucked into the into the vacuum and and finally after about 15 minutes the other the inner door opens and uh, you've stripped off your space shoots you're you're all sweaty and uh and 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 you just walk out and you're just both exhausted and and decide to head to uh to the uh the lounge to get a drink you walk in and, and everybody cheers for you. The place is, the place is <gasps> packed and there's a big crowd cheering for you. Somebody hands Becky a, a couple of shots. Um, how's this feeling, Becky? You weren't feeling too good about yourself earlier. What's this like? Becky feels like a hero. She feels like, you know, she just made a real difference in this world. Which she does every day as an early child care provider, by the way. But... At least people are actually paying attention and they're noticing right now. Yeah. And so Captain Amanda, your two heroes are back on the ship. They've, they've saved the day. Um, what, how, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, <laughs> I go. <laughs> um, Amanda goes up and gives Becky a hug. Um, because. Um, she's hoping that they're friends again. Becky probably... is mostly receptive to that. Um, <laughs> Do you say, are we friends again? <laughs> yeah. I, Amanda whispers that into her ear. Yeah. I'm my best friend. <laughs> Becky's slightly weirded um, out by just how desperate Camp Captain Amanda is, but, you know, she just says, sure. It's also kind of par for the course, right? Like, uh, Captain Amanda is kind of awkward. Yeah, she's a mess. Um, and then um, 
she turns to Clint and uh, and kind of like punches him in his little raccoon shoulder and then takes he's another a, he's, shot. He's, he's like a six and a half foot tall raccoon. Yeah. He's, he's a, yeah, it's a big beefy raccoon shoulder. I just, yeah. no, but like raccoons, they their shoulders are kind of Oh, he's, he's wharf-like. He's... I don't know. I feel like they're a little bit droopied. Okay. Um, but I'm just... Yeah. I don't know. That's my interpretation uh, of the so, character. So, uh, uh, dinner tomorrow? Oh. Yeah? I... Well, I mean, yeah. you didn't ask... You... Uh, yes. Dinner. Well, you you seem confused. I, you asked me, oh, oh, and now you don't seem to know what I'm talking... What? No. I do, but he you kind of... He turns around and runs out again. <laughs> uh, that went about how I thought it would go. And so the party goes on till the wee hours of the morning. Uh, Becky, you head back and you're feeling really good about yourself and you get a good night's sleep. Claire, you're up all night working in your lab with your miniature creatures. And Amanda, as you, Captain Amanda, as you head to your room, you hear from Prime. Captain? Oh, yeah? I'm confused. I'm the captain. What about... Well, not about your age. You explained that, but <laughs> when you were when you were fighting the mouse people mm. with the great mouse uprising, you kept referring to to Doctor Claire as your best friend. And earlier in the lounge, you were referring to Miss Becky as your best friend. And I'm just I'm just wondering if this is this is some sort of leadership strategy you have to be best friends with all of your, Aww. all of your staff or, or if you're just a two faced liar. Whoa. Hey, now there prime. Yes. Captain. I want, I want to teach you something about humans. I'm just trying to understand the human condition. You can have two best friends. Captain. What? Best doesn't sound like there could be more than one. Prime, do you have any friends? No, Captain. I and like that's where we're end the episode. Aww. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like the show, share the show, unless you're, you know, too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash Becky and engage with us back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.